guys, and welcome to Concentrated Podcast Presents Heralds of the MCU. I'm Maria, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Eric. Excelsior. Oh, okay. And Manira. Hey. <laughs> we're not getting... We're not We're not getting something special out of you? No? No, because he was like, I can't see what is that. Oh, that's right. Excelsior. <laughs> I was looking at my levels because apparently I, lo- I looked on our Twitter and someone mentioned that the last two episodes my microphone has been lower and I have had to bring it up in post so I don't know why my microphone always comes out low so I guess I'm just going to sit here and eat this microphone at this level to make sure that my voice comes through fine. Ooh, Ooh, that's that like sounds right good. In my ear now. Yeah, yeah, no, eat eat that bitch. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, listen, we're back to talk about the Disney Plus series. What if? Yet again, this week we're talking about episode six, titled "What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark." As always, when we begin, I want to get first impressions. Uh, I'm gonna start with you, Eric, because Manira is giving me a little duck face right now. So, uh. No, that is not your regular face. You don't go around duck facing everything. Eric, what did you think of this episode? Um, I, I, there are parts that I really like about it, and there are parts that just don't seem like they made sense. Um, I don't. I like. I know we'll we'll get into it, and I the, like I said, the, the parts that I really like about it, I'll talk about. But like, I don't know. This one is on the lower end of the scale for me as far as these episodes so far. All right, Manira, what about you? Same. There are parts that I enjoyed because they have elements that I would, of course, enjoy. But then there are parts where I'm like, "Mm, mm, mm, yeah, did mm." we need that? Yeah, there. I mean, there's some things that I did need to see. But then there's also some things where I'm like, right. But would that have been like because they're smashing up two two stories in one? Yep. Yep. And while one story, yes, it makes sense, the different things that they took out, the other story, I'm like, well, but would it have been? Because, well, yeah. and we will get into that. All right. Well, I, I agree with you guys. I think that of all the episodes, this is the one I've liked the least. And it's kind of unfortunate because in concept – this could have been one of the ones I liked the most. I just, I didn't like how it was executed. I wasn't over the moon about it. Um, And so, you know, for our listeners, in this episode, just to give you high level, Killmonger rescues Tony Stark when his Humvee is attacked in Afghanistan. So think all the way back to Iron Man 1. Um, And then manipulates his influence for his designs of conquering Wakanda. Again, that's a lot. And, And I think that if they would have done it a little differently it could have worked better but to both of your points like I felt like a lot of the elements were very mismatched so Manira, I'm going to start with you on on this like what were the things that for you you very much felt like were just off I don't know that T'Challa would have been Black Panther I thought his father was still Black Panther at, at that point in time, well, I mean, uh, that's the other thing about this. Like, unlike Black Panther that takes place in 2018, this would have taken place around 2008, 2009, during the events of Iron Man 1. So 
uh, a both of them would have been in their early twenties, um, which is why when they meet, we meet Shuri later, Shuri is still very much um, a young adult. She's not the the you no. Know, she's a child. Yeah, she is a child. She, she's not even a young adult. She's like ten. Yeah, but still, you know, the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, he could have been. I, I doubt that he would be running around in the armor already, unless maybe him and his dad. Because uh, again. Um, King T'Chaka is still very old. I would assume he would have passed on. But again, there's the whole thing about the ceremony. and I don't know. But I don't know that because Ramunda was out there. Um, General Ramunda was out there and she was putting in work. Yeah, right. that is that is easily one of my favorite parts of the episode. That, so, that was my favorite part. <laughs> right. So I don't I don't know that. I don't know. I felt I felt like it was very much easy for him to be there in that situation and for Killmonger to kill him in one felt swoop rather than it be his father. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. No, no, I, th- I, d- I think you do know. I think you're right. It's just, it's off. Yeah, I just, I don't, because, okay, and when the events in in um civil war was he just becoming king and then becoming the black panther well in in um in civil war he wouldn't have had the full powers of the black panther right so then he would have had the suit right okay okay then to that point Unless, if that's uh, like, true, I'm, I'm sure the king and then the Black Panther thing are two separate ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then okay, so if that then if that's true, if they if he was, he wouldn't have had the full power of Black Panther, then. Or we didn't have Forrest Whitaker telling us that the power of the Black Panther would be right. stripped away. All right, but then, <laughs> like, were we? So we were. So then. What all the what are all the parameters that he needed to go through to become the Black Panther? Because then you automatically gave it to Killmonger. I think that right there is a thing. Like this Bama been here five minutes, and you're giving him the 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 heart plant. Like really, that's what we're doing. The hot shape. I know. A, I know a lot of it is guilt. I know a lot of it is guilt because you know. He killed his brother, who was Killmonger's, exactly. you know, Killmonger's dad, and then left, still left that baby. Like, all of that is still true. Mm-hmm. But I also, I don't know. I don't know a that I'm... It, I don't a lot know. of it seems convenient for time's sake. Yeah. And again, they, there's a lot of events that happen in this, you know, yeah, this episode is maybe five minutes longer than the others, but it, it still cranks in at just under 30 minutes. But also, no one's listening to Shuri, and again, I mean, I think she has her own, like, um, her own science lab by now, but you you were able to give her all of that leeway, but her saying, I don't know that I trust him fully, you you guys are like, no, like, it's now or never, like, we've got to listen to him, this newbie, instead of Shuri, who is your she designed all of your things. I don't I don't know that I believe that they would be that stupid. 
Well, again, they don't have T'Challa, who who is it's not stupid. It's the wrong word. Reason. It's naive. No, yeah. Yeah. they were it's incredibly naive. as an entire everybody was incredibly naive in Wakanda, and that never sat right with me because you know what they're not is a bunch of naive African yeah, not folk. Dummies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they they played them all incredibly naive and that just seemed off to me. Um, well, he he did come in the room like he showed up bearing the body of of Ulysses Claw just like in the movie, but at the same time he also came with an imminent threat and was like, "Hey, we need to fight them." And he yeah. it, it should have been off that he came at the same time as the threat but also right. happened to have the answer to the threat. You right. Know what I mean? And we've and never I seen you like before in our whole entire lives. Yeah, and Shuri seemed to be the only one to smell the bullshit. But and I don't. Everyone I, else should have also smelled it. I guess. I guess they were going off of the fact that they're grieving, and so grief, like you can, you can cloud sure, a you, lot you with you grief for the things. parents. Yeah. But Plus just you know, for for Queen Ramonda finding out that she had a nephew that she didn't know about, things like that. Right, she seemed more skeptical of that than like we've got to fight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, and and that, and then the fact that like we're gonna gloss over the betrayal, right? Because he's yeah. like, oh, you didn't know because I didn't want you to know, right? And it's like, hmm, okay, let's go fight. Like right. it was. There's gonna the be sinking, a conversation about that, right? They tried yeah. to get too much. I think that's what it was. They tried to they tried to cover too much ground in one episode. And unlike all of the other episodes where you may get a small base of what's happened in the MCU, but then they completely flipped it on its head. Mm -hmm. They tried to borrow too much from the actual MCU in this episode and then weave it together with, you know, the, the what if portion. And it was too much. They were doing too much. Yeah, yeah, they should have cut was a it. a lot to cover in one they, episode. They should have cut it where Ulysses Claw brought him to the edge, the secret edge of Wakanda. And, and just said, left it there. Yeah, we're getting these savages. And what's his name? Shot, like said his line and then shot him. And then Uatu could have come in and, um, you know, said what he wanted to say. And then that could have been cut. And so that then we pick up, if they wanted to do a part two, pick up with him coming and us doing all of that so we could feel all of that out and then still have, you know, Sherry go to Pepper and them team up. So there were there were a couple of things. Um, and Eric, I'll let you go first because, you know, I, I just I got lots of thoughts about this. Eric, you know, what were the things? Was there anything besides what Manira said that you felt like was just off or stuck out for you? No, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. You guys have pretty much nailed it. Um, like I said, this feels like it should have been a longer episode, even if just by like another five to ten minutes, make it one of the the longer of the episodes. But they, I don't know if they have a strict timeline to keep it at under 30 minutes, whereas other shows like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and all of the others, they've, they've kind of fluctuated between, mm-hmm. you know, half an hour to an hour. Um, I feel like we could have gone an extra ten minutes on this just to flesh out the story a bit because you had all these action scenes, you had, you know, the creation of these droids, stuff like that. It, it things move too smoothly, and I know 
um, a lot of people will say that it's just another, it's proof that A, Killmonger is smarter than he lets on, which you do see in the in him de- helping Tony Stark develop these droids mm-hmm. and actually doing the work. He's not just standing behind and watching Tony Stark be the smart white man. Like, he's actually mm-hmm. in there with him, which I thought was great. Um, but yeah, it, everything just seemed very rushed. Um, yep. And he, he always kept being the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. until the very end. So... Here is here's the thing for me. I think Eric that that's a really really good point because that was one of the few things that I really liked about this episode, which is you they tried to hint at it in the museum heist in Black Panther, but outside of that one scene where he's talking about the the art, there's not a lot of times throughout that film where you get to see that Killmonger is actually supposed to be pretty fucking smart. And yeah, so they I touch think on it a little bit in Black Panther when um, they go through going like down his his military list. records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They mention that he's got like a genius level intellect and stuff like that. Yeah, and and then but you don't see it necessarily in production, so to speak, like you saw it in this episode. So that was one thing that I felt like they did really well. But I didn't like the voice actor that did Tony. Um, yeah, it's the same guy who's done him through all of these What If episodes, uh, Mick Wingard. He does a pretty good job, honestly, but I, I'm a little disappointed because I remember when they first announced What If, the big thing was that, oh, Robert Downey Jr. was going to be doing his voice. Well, um, here's he the didn't. thing. <laughs> I think that it's been okay in other episodes because he's only had a couple of lines and he didn't have to carry an episode. Yeah. In this one where he had to carry an episode, it was the first time I'm like, that's not Robert Downey Jr. Like in the other ones, he definitely sounds like him. In this one, not so much. I didn't like how they did Pepper. Um, I just, I feel like even in Iron Man 1, before they're officially something, she definitely, you know, there was definitely something there. And I feel like it wasn't, it was downplayed a bit. And so when Tony ends up dead, there's like no emotion out of her. Just like, well, I guess we got to do such and such. Like, it was just... It was not well done. And it was kind of like the same thing with the Wakandans. Like your son just died and we're not seeing any grief. Like to Manira's point earlier that you can definitely forgive people for not being completely rational because they're grieving. I agree with that. But we didn't see any fucking grief. And that just seemed you weird see to a me. a tiny bit when... Uh, when queen ramonda is out there fighting and she you know she destroys the droids and she's like for t'challa and you see her crying at the same time while being a badass um i thought that was really cool um i also enjoy the fact that angela bassett came back and did her voice mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i would have liked yeah. to see that version in the movie or maybe i maybe thought we'll the exact same thing too yeah i thought the exact same thing like man they made her such a badass in the cartoon and listen auntie is can't still do that shit that's what i was gonna say auntie is in ridiculous shape so you actually she actually could you know what i mean if if they so chose what's that uh what's that 911 show that y'all watch manera you know i do watch that yes yeah (laughs) angela bassett is still looking like a whole ass snack yeah yeah so i just I, i had some issues with that um and and again it Manira said it and I just feel like you can't say enough everything just felt rushed 
Yeah. And and one last thing for me, you give us the title and I get it. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? And you're like going into it, you're thinking, oh, okay, he's not going to end up being the bad guy. This is great. But then to basically realize that he just did the exact same thing that he did in Black Panther, just with more resources, that doesn't feel like a what if. Right. Yeah. Like, well, that's that's the thing. The The whole point of the episode. Well, yeah, you find out this is a Killmonger episode. You're also supposed to see how it affected Tony Stark, because you see that when he comes mm-hmm. back, like he's, he's not changed drinking. at all. He's like, yeah. instead of saying, hey, I'm going to stop making weapons. He's like, I'm going to make bigger and better weapons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that more time should have been paid to that because that was his ultimate downfall. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Killmonger being Killmonger, I, I agree. Yeah, he would have done the same thing and it became a Killmonger episode. But more time should have been spent on Tony's yep. downfall. Yep. Yeah, Tony, I think that that's you go a through this really whole good thing point. at the beginning. Like, oh, all these events affected Tony and he eventually became an Avenger and he saved the universe and all that shit. You go back to showing, you know, even a, a new version of, you know, the snap at the end. But then he gets dispatched halfway through the episode um, after barely putting it up w- a fight because he doesn't have Iron Man armor. Yeah, I was about to say, it, it wasn't even, I, it felt like it wasn't even halfway through the episode. So for me, I'm like, what the fuck was even the point of that? Because, it's, yeah, you, we should have gotten more of it. We should have seen Tony still being money driven, women driven, you know, making alcohol driven. Like, right. We should have seen it. And we got none of that because he's going to help Killmonger create this, this drone to like be bigger and badder and then just gets killed by Killmonger. Like it was well, not, not to mention like in classic Tony Stark fashion, Tony would have had the last word there. Like, I feel like getting into mm-hmm. the, the big drone battle into Wakanda, I feel like the normal Tony Stark that we all know and love, or some of us know and love, he would have had a fail-safe to the, not let those drones work. Or there would have yeah. been one last Tony Stark surprise to basically call out Killmonger as the bad guy. Like, he would have left something behind because he knew Killmonger was bad. He had set up this drone to fight him in his house. He would have set up something like, if he died, the recording goes to everybody. There's a recording of it or, you know, something in the droids that if I die, then the droids don't work. Something like that. It didn't seem like a Tony Stark plan to just say, oh, well, uh, you got me and um, I guess my droid's going to kill you. And if you don't, if the droid doesn't kill you, then I guess I'm dead. That mm-hmm. just seems very lazy of someone who like Tony Stark, who is basically, you know, the guy that has a million and one backup plans. Right. Because he is all about self-preservation and yes. we didn't see any of that. Yeah, I don't. They didn't do the two main characters justice. Mm-mm. No, you're you're right. They did not. Also, I did find a fun fact. I found it hilarious that when he uh, jumps out of the Humvee at the beginning, they switched his phone. In the original Iron Man, mm-hmm. he has this stupid Verizon phone oh. with a swivel screen, um, and they they made that for like six months, and no one liked it. So they switched it to a standard flip phone for 2008, which I just thought was hilarious. That's just a very nerdy thing to notice. Could they have? Okay, so we are all in agreement that it should have either been a Tony Stark episode or a Killmonger episode. It could not have been both. Why? Yeah. Why or a didn't they? Right. Why didn't they? Maybe instead of having Killmonger save Tony Stark, why wasn't it? What if? What if? Killmonger what if T'Chaka never killed Killmonger's dad and so he went through that heist and instead of instead of T'Chaka killing him he was killed by the authorities trying to break out um, Killmonger's mom and so he was still left on his own 
Yeah. And he still got all the information. And then I don't know how he could. Well, he was in the military, so he would run into somebody or something reading up because he's smart. Wakanda or run into Claw and still use Claw to get into Wakanda. But then yeah. have a happy ending of him being welcomed in. Or or just meeting up with being in the military, he would have met up with somebody like Rhodey or right. Tony, because Tony was a big time military contractor. I okay. I know we're we're kind of bashing this episode, but I, I do say this just as one more kind of bash. This very much feels like a Michael B. Jordan like like a, a um what's the word? Basically, it feels like a Michael B. Jordan like fluff piece. Like yep. Michael B. B. Jordan, Jordan came to the table. <laughs> yeah, it was like, hey, you know what everybody keeps telling me? We want more Killmonger. Um, yep. And yet, yep. people do want more Killmonger, but we want quality Killmonger. If that's a thing, like absolutely, we, we got all the points of Killmonger in the movie, and that's why he became this iconic character. And you just recycled this, him. This just see, yeah, this seems like another version of the same story. Well, no, no. Well, yeah, that was my point. And but to your point, Eric, you're right. It does almost feel like a long ass advertisement for Eric B. Jordan or Michael B. Michael, Jordan. Not Michael I, Jordan. I don't know who Eric B. Jordan is. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, because some, like some even dude named Eric B. Jordan. Like, yeah. <laughs> e- even <laughs> the drone. <laughs> <laughs> even the drone looking like a Gundam and him being like, I like, I like anime, anime. Blah blah. Like, oh, he was very much in. He was he touched. He was every himself. Part of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm he, gonna have but, to but, go through like the 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 fucking credits and see if it's like written by Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> it might have been. He, or guess, or he plot twist. Has, like, it was written by. <laughs> it was it was written by Laura Harvey. She she wrote it for him because well, she wanted her boot look good. Her name is Lori Harvey. <laughs> Whatever the fuck her name is, that little girl. Okay, can we do that? Can we just say that little girl because she's barely older than my daughter and Mr. Jordan's in his thirties. I need you to do better. Anywho, yeah, this episode just did you didn't. just Leonardo DiCaprio him. <laughs> yeah, man, like come on, you can't tell me. That's a whole aside. I'll leave it for another time because I was I really going to go. I was about to go into the whole fake wokeness. Like you can't tell me you're woke about some things, but not woke about the idea of how inappropriate it is for older men to prey on younger women, especially in positions of power. But whatever. You love it. I like mm. it. Whatever. Um, yeah, I just I don't know about this episode and I'll just leave that there. But with that, because we keep saying it, that this episode should be a two parter. Um, let's talk quick theories before we wrap this up. Do you guys think we're going to get a second part to this story? No. Okay. I mean, uh, like I, I've seen people basically make the complaint that these these episodes don't feel like they have any type of closure, and that's 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 what the whole if. point. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, having read the comics over the years. Yeah. You you basically kick off this big event, a bunch of shit happens, and then you're left with like, oh, okay, the event's over. Or is it? Mm-hmm. That's that's what if. You know what I mean? And I don't mean to shit on anybody's dreams of there being another part of this or these characters returning. And I mean, yeah, some of these characters might return because they've they've basically teased that there's going to be like a big multiverse team up episode later in the season, which I'm here for. But at the same time, like that is of the Watchers doing. If that makes yeah. sense. No, that makes perfect sense. And like, I think. I think the story, like, it, I don't need complete in the sense that there is, like, an ending and Killmonger is defeated. That's not what I mean. Yeah. Like, 
for example, like the strange episode, I definitely felt like there was not closure, but there was closure. Like it's, it, there wasn't closure, but the episode felt complete, right? With this very sad ending where he just destroys everything. It yeah. felt complete, even though it didn't feel resolved. And I feel like with this, it doesn't feel complete or resolved. Yeah, because you're supposed to continue to wonder, what if, where, where does this go from here? Where can it go from here? And that's partly based on the writers saying, hey, I had this idea for a story. This is where I want it to end, but I want to leave it up to interpretation to the, to the, the readers. But also Marvel's standard way of going, oh, okay, well, the character's still alive. We can reuse him later if we want. We can pick him out if we need to and drop him in another story like, oh, this guy is from a branch reality. So we're going to drop him here, a.k.a. Old Man Logan, a.k.a. Marvel Zombies, things like that. Those things do happen, but they're only for like the best of the stories or the, like, the most popular stories. And this particular episode I don't see being either. Like we, it basically ends up with him still getting the same golden jaguar, uh, yeah, out uh, Black Panther suit and everything. So yeah, I think, it. I think the, the one thing that I did enjoy about that. this episode was after everything that he that he did, um, he basically got told off by his ancestors and the people mm-hmm. that he murdered in the spirit realm. Like, hey, you you've lied to these people. The truth will come to light, and you won't be welcome here. Yeah, I feel like. I feel also, I like need them to stop, stop having putting in, especially yeah. in this one. Like that funeral scene, didn't we didn't like need that. that right now. No, no. Sure didn't. no, we didn't need him popping up in the antra- ancestral plane. Didn't need that. Sure right? Why that. couldn't his? Least... Why couldn't? No, no. Why couldn't his fucking daddy show up and be like, "Son, what are you doing?" Because that's because that wasn't you know that wasn't. I feel like I don't know why we couldn't have just done if we were doing a killmonger episode we could have done an episode about being embraced by a community that you thought shunned you but didn't like i don't understand why that couldn't have been yeah like it could have been more of like uh what if killmonger found peace Right, like mm-hmm. have everything up until that point when he goes into Wakanda, and like instead of him having this whole plan to invade and become the new Black Panther, like having Shuri see right through it, or having uh, Queen Ramonda see right through it, and being like, "Hey, we know what you're here to do. Right, we forgive. Don't do you it because right, we, yeah. Especially have King T'Chaka be like, "Hey, I know what I did. I fucked up. You know, yeah. Sorry, and embrace him." Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Tell him like we know what we know what your plans are. We know you want to take over, and you you are deserved something. You're not deserved the the kingdom, but like right. yeah, you're deserved we, a as family. A people, fucked you over. Yeah, come yeah. in and be part of this this you know amazing culture. Yeah, you don't I have just, to rule. You can just be. I feel like there was a missed opportunity with this one to do something completely different with the character. Yeah. I'm really kind of sad that they didn't. I think that is literally the best thing that you've that we've said in this whole episode, right? Because I think that's why we're all so disappointed. Yeah, and it was only like after like after I watched it, I was like, "Oh, that was good," you know. And then I turned it off. But after like after watching it again, and then watching it one more time, and then writing the script, I was like. Mm. Mm, I had to sit with my feelings or sit with my thoughts and sit with like real thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I I watched it once and 
Fortunately for me, I planned my evening to start with Titans and end with what we do in the shadows. And I was very, very happy that I ended with what we do in the shadows. Because well, let's fucking, we can't even talk about Titans on a Marvel episode, but yeah, there was, there's just a lot going on in the superhero world and I need them to get their shit together. Um, so yeah, thank you vampires and Taika Watiti for saving me from my own feelings. Cause after I watched it, I was just mad. I was like, this is the first episode I've seen that I feel like it was a waste of my time. Well, we finished we finished watching um, that. We watched Titans, and then we rolled right into Why the Last Man. And so I was oh, like, see, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm probably going to check that out today. So, oh, all right, guys. Well, listen, that's our view. We didn't love it, but we still want them to keep making these episodes because everyone can't be a banger. Um, so hopefully, this is the one for this first season and you know we've had thoughts we've got a lot of thoughts um we have thoughts about how this fits in the whole what if universe and what's going to happen through the rest of the season this so the second one that we didn't like because we didn't like the one with um well you and i didn't like the one with hank pym going crazy yeah but but i like that one more significantly more than i like this one because mm-hmm. i feel like for me with that episode it was the end that really, like the whole Hank Pym is just a nutball was the mm. part I didn't like. But I appreciated and enjoyed the rest of the episode because like, holy shit, they're just getting taken the fuck out. Mm-hmm. This one, God, very early in the episode, I was not crazy with it. And I'm yeah. like, okay, but maybe they'll turn it around. Maybe they'll turn it around. Maybe they'll turn it around. And it's like, okay, so I just watched Black Panther, Iron Man 1A. This was not good. So, you know, hopefully they'll come back. But those are our thoughts. We would love to know yours. And we hope that we clear some things up for you guys. If we didn't, obviously let us know. We want to thank you, as always, for listening. And if you like the episode, make sure that you rate it and drop a review and subscribe to the podcast. If you do have any feedback you want to give us or questions about kind of our take on the episode, you can definitely shoot us an email um, what's our email address? Here, look at me just forgetting stuff. Concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. I haven't had enough coffee this morning. Um, or you can drop us a message on our Facebook page, which is Concentrated Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram for episode drops, updates, things of the like. Our handle on both is at Concentrated Pod. And then lastly, you can leave us a voicemail. Uh, our voicemail number is 301-531-4393. Again, that's 301-531-4393. And then one last little thing. Uh, we've got a quite nifty uh what to the watcher shirt out on t public now so make sure that you check that out it's our brand store brand new brand brand new our it's on sale Yep. Our store is just concentrated. So you can just go to tpublic.com slash user slash concentrated and you'll see everything that we have there as well. So with that, guys, have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Peace.